Dear friend, thank you for joining us today. This is the New Life Program coming to you from Adventist Already, the Voice of Hope. Stay tuned in order to catch the exciting segments and items that are about to come your way. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. On today's Bible slot, we'll be having Pastor Stanton with a spoon talk about Jesus is passing by. The old segment will be brought to us by Fred Bill Otieno, and today he'll be talking about worry. As usual, we have marvelous tunes to spiritually lift you up. Let us listen to a song, My Lord, by none other than Parkland's Youth Choir. My Lord, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna walk with you. I'm gonna go, Lord, all the way. I'm gonna walk with you. I'm gonna go, Lord, all the way. I'm gonna walk with you. I'm gonna go, Lord, all the way. Youth Choir for such an amazing presentation. Let us now give room to Fred Bilotino with the health segment. Stay tuned. You will of course side with me that for a normal person, worry is an inevitable component in one's emotion. I would like to call it a special type of fear, which people often experience and do. Once the condition strikes a certain part of the brain called the cerebral cortex, it is obvious that, due to human weakness, one is bound to make fear a complex one. This is by adding one's anticipation, memory, imagination, or more so emotion to the fear having been observed. I would like to make it clear to you that worry is unfriendly 
and viewed unfavorable due to the consequences it comes with. The situation can become even worse. Since the condition enters a notice as one can't see it under normal circumstances. Having such freedom, it then roams all over one's mind, affecting whatever it comes in contact with as an individual gets mixed up and starts messing up with things. Once it enters, worry brings with it many negative possibilities in life. This reduces your enjoyment with friends and the family. It is also bound to diminish your achievements and the good physical being. Such a situation happens to one because of living in fear, often wondering on what may happen. A state that actually proves it right that it is possible to attract fear simply by fearing. It is good to be noted that when you worry too much, then you are bound to suffer. Thus, listener, have it right that one's hard work, making humor, and the willingness to laugh and other such efforts are bound get frustrated by worry, and that having peace of mind is greatly compromised by worry, just as simple as the word sounds. Listener, worry is common and quite amazing. As an individual, you may consider going well in life, also worrying excessively on occasion. Worry takes many forms, though it mostly stems from an overwhelming sense of being prone and powerless to a bad situation, it may accompany simple shyness, depression, anxiety, or stress. To many people, worry roots from panic. As a person may be wondering of what may be happening around him to make him feel that bad or disadvantaged. Such a thought is likely to increase the person's vulnerability to worry. You have at times found yourself being unable to relax, despite various efforts to set things right for you. Yes, you're then in such a time suffering from a kind of brain burn. This comes as a result of a continuous production of adrenaline hormone in the body system under high pressure. It is true that someone can be born with some worry. Such a person has a higher nervous system response, which may correspond to his rise in the blood pressure, the pulse rate, and also his respiratory rate. One can be observed being less sensitive to the brain's natural stress modulators than other people. This brain activation listener is caused by the neurotransmitter referred to as the gamma-aminobutyric acid, GABA. And being with a good supply or responsive to the neurotransmitter GABA, you are therefore a one naturally cool and calm individual. But on the contrast, some different individuals are prone to anxiety and negative thinking. In a certain study, it is revealed that a highly aroused child is bound to become a tense, shy, and such a worried adult in life. It is quite possible that one may blame a worried person for the situation. But listen, think of it this way, that most of the warriors do it out of broken trust and loss of faith. And this can only be revealed when such an individual shares with one what he really feels in his heart. Most of the worries actually root from the reality of today's world, what we experience. Certain situations are viewed to be such a shaming that a worried person may even prefer not talking about them. 
with this, worry then spreads on finding such a conducive place and becomes a much more bigger ordeal than can cost us more. Listener, you may have at one time undergone panic. This can of course make you mess up with nearly everything you deal with in life. Worry being what it is equally fuels panic, which is one of the unhealthy experiences that one may face in life. Lots of waves of fear and becoming disparate to be free that are all observed in panic have a direct link with worry. Others may include sweating, shaking of the body, and even under severe attacks, an individual may collapse. A victim under this severe ordeal can find it difficult to even know how it happens when an attack is about to occur. With this, a condition referred to as agoraphobia is actually what one will be undergoing. It is a panic disorder, which leaves one with intense fear and tends to avoid places or situations in which escape may be difficult on imagining that the disorder may occur. Panic disorder from worry has been seen through the fear of public speaking or being the center of attention. It can also show itself as one feeling uncomfortable while socializing with others. A social phobia indeed. But listener, worry does quite a lot of harm, yet it can be controlled. It is thus quite important that you take a look at how we can contain worry in case it strikes. And for much more information, join me next time when I'll bring you the different way to manage and control worry. It has been me, Fred Billy Ochenna. so much for being with us. Remember to send us reviews, comments, or questions about this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist Hall Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is org. I'll be back after this track, Oh Victory, by Parkland Youth Choir.
about is healing, always glancing part, revealing how he made the lame to walk again, and he caused the blind to see, and then I cried, dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit, and somehow Jesus came and brought to Stanton with a spoon will now quench a spiritual thirst as he talks about Jesus is passing by. Welcome. Hello and a very warm welcome. Today we're going to look at a very interesting topic, quite familiar, you may think. We're going to look at the story of Zacchaeus, one of the shortest men in the Bible, and his experience and his encounter with Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you today. We ask 
and we invite you in our hearts. We pray, Lord, that you speak to our lives and transform us and make us anew. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. The story of Zacchaeus is quite familiar. When someone says the name Zacchaeus, we think about the tax collector in the Bible and his encounter with Jesus, his yearning to see Jesus. But what comes to mind? Have you ever thought about why did Zacchaeus actually wanted to see Jesus? Why did Zacchaeus go the extra mile to see Jesus? When Jesus comes into our lives, there's a totally renewal of everything. And that was just what happened to Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus heard about Jesus. He had this yearning about Jesus. Who this Jesus was? I really want to meet this Jesus. The story is told in Luke chapter 19, verse 1 to 10. It says, Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. This rich man, this wealthy man, well-established man, it says in verse 3, And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd. He was of a short stature. Zacchaeus heard Jesus was in Jericho. He yearned to see Jesus as he came out of his house, probably. He saw that the crowd was so large because of his nature. He couldn't get to Jesus. So as a fast thinker, as a smart man, he said, okay, this is the route of Jesus. He's going to pass this route and pass that route. Okay, let me hurry go ahead of him and climb up into that Sakemo tree and wait to see Jesus. Probably when he's passing this way, I can just see from the top who actually is this Jesus that everyone is talking about, that everyone is going to see, you know. I actually want to see this man too. So Zacchaeus hurriedly ran ahead of the crowd, climbed up into this Zacchaeus tree, sat up there for about 10-15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and now the crowd was coming. Okay, yes, this is the right direction. Jesus is coming this way. Now Jesus is coming, and he's coming, and he's coming, and he's coming. Zacchaeus is looking from the treetop, looking down, looking down. Jesus has reached under the tree, and Jesus stops. He looks up, and Jesus said, Zacchaeus, come down, for today I must abide at your house. So Zacchaeus hurriedly came down. He came down to see this Jesus. Me, Zacchaeus, inasmuch as I'm not worthy, and this man they are talking about has stopped, and he wants to go into my house. Wow, this should be a wonderful opportunity for me. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying he has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. All these people were talking, Zacchaeus, that is a sinner. How will Christ uh, mingle with such a man like this? Remember now, Jesus said that he came to seek and to save those who were lost. Jesus Christ came to save us, sinner. Jesus Christ came to save you and I in the sinful word to deliver us out. When Zacchaeus accepted Jesus and when Jesus came into Zacchaeus' house, Zacchaeus' life was turned upside down. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Lord, I will give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. When Jesus enters into our lives, our lives is turned around. Our life changes. Today, Jesus is stopping by and asking you, will you receive me into your house, into your heart, my dear brother? When Jesus enters your heart, you are a totally changed person. Now, if Zacchaeus was given back full food, and the life of Zacchaeus was a testimony, and the life of Zacchaeus is placed in God's inspired word to inspire us today, 
Indeed, Zakia was an inspiration at that time and is still an inspiration for us today. How was Zakia an inspiration for those at that time? Zakia says he's going to give back somebody. Uh, if he has taken something from someone falsely, you're going to give it back fourfold. Now, Zakia begins with even his securities, his bodyguards in the house. Excuse me, I've taken 2,000 shillings from you. Now, I'm going to give you 6,000 shillings or even 8,000 shillings more. Wow, Zacchaeus, is that true? I can't believe it. Yes, I am going to give you 8,000 shillings because Jesus has come into my life. Now, he receives the 8,000 shillings. He is unbelievable for him. He goes home. He tells his wife. His wife is so surprised. His wife goes to work, tells her boss, Zacchaeus is giving back fourfold of all those taxes that he has falsely collected from our company. Now, the manager goes to Zacchaeus' house. Hello, Mr. Zacchaeus. I've heard that you've given back fourfold of the, the taxes that you're, you have taken from us falsely. Is that true? Mr. Zacchaeus says, yes, it's true. Really? Can I have my money? The manager says. Zacchaeus says, yes. How much have I, have I taken from your company? Oh, well, you have taken two million shillings from my company. Two million. Okay, I'm going to give you eight million shillings. Really, Zacchaeus? Are you serious? Yes, I am. Zacchaeus goes to his room. Brings 8 million shillings, gave to the manager. The manager holds the money. He's surprised. It's unbelievable to the manager. He turns his back. No, Zakia must be kidding. Probably Zakia must send somebody behind me to take his money back from me. Let me come back to Zacchaeus. Excuse me, Mr. Zacchaeus. What has happened to you? Are you really serious? Zacchaeus turned to the manager and says, Come, let me show you a man. A man who has changed everything in my life. Zacchaeus shows this manager to his Jesus. I've met Jesus and I've invited Jesus in my home. And these are the results. When Jesus comes into a person's life, my dear friend, your life totally becomes anew. Christ is passing by today. His hand is stretched out. Will you receive him? Will you accept Jesus today in your life? Are you facing those pressures from the families, from the school, from the society? Accept Jesus today and make your life anew. His hands are stretched out. Are you willing to accept him? He's calling on you today, my dear brother. My dear sister, he's calling on you. Will you invite Jesus into your heart? Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity. We invite you into our hearts. It is not easy. We yearn to be with you. We pray, Lord, as we encountered you, may our lives turn around like Zacchaeus. As we invite you into our hearts, may we become anew. Please help us in our weaknesses and deliver us from evil. This we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for making Adventist World Radio your favorite station. It has been great and I hope through the mercies of God you'll join me next time. Don't forget to send us your thoughts concerning this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a presenter, Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. My Lord, I'm going to go. I'm gonna walk with you, we all the way. I'm gonna walk with you, we all the way. I'm gonna walk with you, we all the way.
Some sweet day I'll sing up there 